Khan On Demand. Hear news from Israel whenever you want. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, May the 7th, 2019. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Israel's Remembrance Day for fallen soldiers and victims of terror officially commences this evening at 8 p.m. with a one-minute siren followed by a state ceremony at the Western Wall in Jerusalem. Earlier at 4 p.m., a memorial ceremony will be held in the presence of the Prime Minister at the Yad Lebanim Memorial in Jerusalem. At 11 a.m. tomorrow morning, a two-minute siren will be sounded, immediately followed by memorial ceremonies at military cemeteries around the country. At 1 p.m., the state ceremony for victims of terror attacks will take place at Mount Herzl in Jerusalem. The number of fallen since 1860, considered the date of the beginning of the Yeshuv, is 23,741. Since the establishment of the state, 3,150 civilians have been killed in terror attacks, including four who died this week in the escalation in the south. Memorial Day will conclude tomorrow evening at the transition ceremony on Mount Herzl in Jerusalem, which also marks the start of Israel's 71st Independence Day celebrations. Qatar has announced it will provide some $480 million to the Palestinians in the West Bank and Gaza Strip. The foreign ministry said that $300 million will be allocated for health and education budgets of the Palestinian Authority, $180 million will be used for urgent humanitarian assistance and support of UN activities in the territories, as well as increasing the power supply to the Strip. Palestinian Authority leader Mahmoud Abbas thanked the Gulf state for its assistance. He said that it was made possible through a meeting initiated with the Qatari liaison with Israel, the Palestinian finance minister, the Qatari foreign minister, and the finance minister of the Emirate. Some of the funds will be provided as a loan and some as a grant. The U.N. Special Envoy to the Middle East, Nikolai Mladenov, has traveled to Cairo for talks with senior Egyptian officials on the understandings reached for the Gaza calm. The Palestinian newspaper Al-Quds reported that the visit is expected to last two days. Israel this morning renewed the transfer of fuel to the Gaza Strip via trucks at the Karam Shalom crossing, though the terminal itself remains shut for the closure imposed over the Israel Remembrance Day and Independence Day period. The closure will be lifted on Thursday at midnight. More details disclosed about the ceasefire agreement that ended the recent escalation in the south reveal that Israel will agree to Qatar to soon transfer to Hamas $30 million, a sum greater than what had been transferred before. Israel also committed to open the border crossings and expand the maritime fishing zone off the Gaza coast. Hamas, for its part, pledged to restrain Islamic Jihad, scale back the border fence protests, and keep demonstrators away from the frontier. It also agreed to stop launching arson balloons. A minister on the security cabinet said that in the wake of the developments, there will be quiet, and this is an achievement. Arafat al-Fayyah, the Palestinian accused in the brutal murder of Israeli teen Ori Ansbacher in a Jerusalem forest in February, has been found fit to stand trial following a psychiatric evaluation. His lawyer has asked for another review. The next hearing in the murder case will be held in a month and a half. In other news, the prosecutor's office has formally canceled the state's witness deal with Mickey Ganor in the German submarine affair. As previously reported by Khan, the tax and economic crimes prosecutors informed Ganor that he violated the understandings 
by giving testimony that differed significantly from previous statements he gave shortly after he signed the deal. The prosecutor's office said that it can still use the evidence that it obtained from Ganor and through him. Ganor was the Israel representative of the German shipbuilder ThyssenKrupp. The investigation, dubbed Case 3000, involves allegations of corruption and bribery in Israel's acquisition of submarines and sea vessels. Legendary Israel radio broadcaster Romay Eldar is being laid to rest today at Moshav Udim. Eldar died this week at the age of 90. Known for her distinct radiophonic voice and precise diction, she worked for 40 years as a newsreader, interviewer, and editor. The weather outlook cooler tomorrow, Thursday the same, warmer on Friday. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 21, Tel Aviv 23, Haifa 22, Beersheba 25, and in Eilat going up to 31 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program.